Mic check, mic check, one, two, and two. It's the girl, Kristen Lane. She's in the 90s mood, and she's not a rapper, and I don't know what's going on. Welcome back <laughs> to Hope with Krista Denae. I've missed you, and I am so excited to get into the topic selected by you, the Hope family. Um, I think these are some really, really great topics, and I really hope that they're beneficial to you. I mean, obviously, I hope that everything is beneficial to you, but when, you know, so if you follow me on Instagram, plug, at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-D-E-A-N-A, at, um, I was about to say at gmail.com, it's definitely an Instagram, and it's Instagram, <laughs> on Instagram, oh my gosh, how old am I? Mm. Okay, so if you follow me on Instagram and you watch my Instagram stories, then you know that I put out a poll asking for different topics from you guys, and so some of the topics selected were how to learn to value yourself even when others devalue you, letting go of limiting beliefs, what to do when you feel far from God or can't hear him, relatable. I mean, they're all relatable, but you know, you know what I mean. And sleep or lack thereof. So we're going to dive into the first one for today. How to learn to value yourself even when others undervalue you. There are no announcements for today, so I'm just going to get right into it. The Hope Pledge. All right, here we go. Hope you are also memorizing it by now so you can really claim these things for yourself if you would love for me to send you the whole pledge. Um, absolutely. Like, let's do this together. If you're an artist, make it look pretty. Put it on your mirror. Put it in your room, in your prayer journal, wherever. Um, and let's go on this journey together. All right, here we go. I vow to take care of my health. I will treat my body as a temple with reverence and respect. I vow to be optimistic. I will guard the avenues of my mind and be intentional about my thoughts. I vow to claim my power in Jesus Christ. I will be proactive about my relationship with God and exercise the authority I have over the enemy. I vow to share my experience. I refuse to let the rocks cry out in my place. I claim that others will be saved by my testimony. I will be open about my faith, my worship, and my love for Jesus. I am strong. I am bold. I am called. I am loved. I am gifted. Above all, I have hope. Awesome. All right, let's get into it. So I'm just going to tell my story. Um, we know that two things, right? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities of darkness. So that's one verse I want to leave with you today which is found in Ephesians 6.12. Another verse that I've actually brought up in a previous podcast is Philippians 4.8. It says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things and the God of peace will be with you. So for me, the way to learn how to value yourself even when others devalue you, is to deal with your stinking thinking and also to deal with the spiritual warfare. So my story, let's see. So, okay, so I was always into music and I always um, loved ministry. My parents raised me to love Jesus and I share this with my interviews all the time um, that my parents taught me to love Jesus, not 
just the church. Um, it was never about pleasing the certain kind of people. It was never about their name. It was never about reputation and all that kind of stuff. It was always, you know, you ask Jesus, what does Jesus want you to do? And I'm so grateful for that. Um, because it always helped me to put things in the right perspective. And so, um, my conscience was very high at a young age. If you, um, yeah. And the Holy spirit, I was actually able to hear at a pretty young age. And so, um, knowing that God gave me these gifts, I was constantly trying to give them back, which oftentimes made me a target. Um, and now looking back on it, and honestly, I knew then that it was an attack from the enemy to discourage me. Um, and most of the time it came from my peers and that honestly, so like I had friends, don't get me wrong. Like I had friends and I'm grateful for that. Um, but very oftentimes now from others looking in, um, who knew me, um, may have looked at my life and thought that I was popular because I was likable. Um, but the thing is just cause you have a whole bunch of people around you coming to your house, eating your food, it does not mean that they're your friends. Like you are a friend to them, but they may not be a friend to you. I feel like that's a word for somebody. Please check your friends. If you're a friend to them and they're not a friend to you, that's not really friendship. Friendship's a two way street. Okay. So anyway, um, just saying. So later in life, I just got sick of the foolery where it was like they're friends when it's convenient for them. And then when it's not convenient for them, they say snarky, jealous, hateful comments to me, um, thinking that it's funny. It ain't funny. You know, it's not funny. Um, you know, you mean it. And my lovely hope family out there, like, again, if there are people that they say you're that they say that they're your friend and their actions and their words are speaking otherwise. Um, pray about it. God may absolutely want you to be in their life for a season, but make sure that if Jesus changed that green light to red light, like don't please don't cause it's going to, um, suffocate whatever is inside of you. So that's what was happening to me. I really started to doubt myself because I felt like wherever I was, um, it wasn't genuine happiness for me or people felt threatened by me. And that sounds, um, <laughs> it sounds like I'm thinking highly of myself, but honestly, then was the, that was the last thing on my mind. I had such low self-esteem. So if I'm telling you that that's what it was, like, honestly, you just, you're just going to have to take my word on that. Um, and, and you know what? You probably know exactly how it feels when you bring something to the table and it makes other people uncomfortable. It doesn't mean you're amazing. It really doesn't. But for whatever reason, it just makes other people uncomfortable. So anyway, I was through and I decided to remove the noise and I chose to be alone. Um, I did not feel benefits from friendship. So I actually felt more cons. I felt that there were more negative things being brought into my life by being around other people. And you know what? If I found the friend that could adapt to where I was mentally, I was very, very fragile. Cause you know, getting beat up, beat up, beat up, beat up, beat up. 
you really start to believe those things. Um, and so if I, if I had a friend that I felt like, um, was sensitive to where I was, um, emotionally, spiritually, then absolutely that would have worked out. But for that season, it just didn't happen. And it turned out to be one of the best things ever. Um, and like, these are friends that I'm friends with now, but sometimes friends come in seasons, they take breaks. And so I had a lonely season and I loved it because at that point I was able to fall in love with myself. Um, and again, these professional people pleasers, man, what are we going to do guys? Um, I completely lost myself because uh, my friends didn't like pink, so I didn't like pink. My friends didn't like glitter, so I didn't like glitter. You know, just crazy stuff like that. And when I took a break, I was like, you know what? No, I like glitter. I like pink. And so, and I was like, and I'm not ashamed of it. It's not a problem. Um, and so after removing the noise and falling in love with myself, I also felt convicted um, from hearing different things that I needed to start my religion from scratch. Um, just because there were a lot of cultural preferences, um, and not enough biblical evidence to the choices that I made. Again, really hope this is speaking to some of you. Um, and so I prayed that God would help me to see things in a whole different light. Um, I began to see, um, the different instructions from the word of God out of love, not out of control. Um, some of the things that I grew up hearing made sense to me. Some of it didn't. And some of it I got rid of, um, because it was not biblically sound. And, um, I felt much more at peace to express myself, to discover my spiritual gifts, um, to find myself in worship. Um, and you know, it's not that life was perfect at this time, which is a whole nother story. Like, um, through this period, I was going through absolute fire and cray cray. Um, but even despite the circumstances, I was able to see Jesus in a completely different way. Um, and so as I continued to pray that he would help me to see myself the way he sees me and that I would see the world the way that he sees the world, I began to see the lies of the enemy pretty clearly and how that was warping my view of everything. Um, I didn't realize how many of the lies I was believing. Everything that comes into your mind is not truth. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Everything that comes into your mind is not truth. There's a Holy Spirit and there's an evil spirit. And sometimes the evil spirit just lies and comes and tells you, oh, you're not this. Oh, you're not that. And honestly, if we are not mentally, um, if we're not spiritually aware, and if we are not mentally strong, we begin to absorb the lies. And then, and that's exactly what Satan wants. He doesn't want you to use your gifts. He doesn't want you to flourish in your strengths. He wants you to be silent. You know why? Because your gift can save someone's soul. That's the exact opposite of what he's trying to do. So of course he's going to try to make you feel bad about yourself. Um, try to devalue you, 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 who you are and what you bring to the table so that other people will not hear what they need to hear from you to see Christ for the first time. You know what I'm saying? All right. So 
after I did all of that, I, by the grace of God, and it was not a switch, but over time, let's see, I started that process, I would say 20, 21. And it's like, okay, I'm 27. Whoop, whoop. So, I mean, I would say by last year, I kind of began, I, I could finally say, all right, I got this thing now. I am mentally healthy. Um, I view things in a healthy way. I feel good about who God has called me to be. My confidence is in him. That was, so it, ta- it took me five years, okay? It's a long time. Um, five, four or five years in between there. So here are some tips. I'm summarizing the story. Three things that I would like you to do to help you to learn how to value yourself even when others devalue you. And honestly, I don't want you to take what they're saying for face value, right? They could be saying these things because they feel threatened. They could be saying these things because they're insecure. And they could be saying these things because they mean it. Doesn't mean they're right. It's an opinion. Um, So let's start with number one. Remove the noise. Remove the negative influence. That can come from your loved ones. That can come from your so-called friends. I'm calling them out. Not everybody's a good friend. So-called friends. We love you in Jesus' name, but you don't know how to be a friend to me right now. Love you. Talk to you in another season. Um, Maybe the music you're listening to is a negative influence. Believe it or not. Like, so for me, there are some people that I had to unfollow on Instagram because I was like, oh, they look so amazing. Oh, they're so photogenic and cool and I'm weird and they're pretty and they contour and like all these crazy things. And all of a sudden you feel like a potato and you don't know why right? It's, I mean, it's this constant comparison. What are you feeding yourself on? Which is why we talked about Philippians 4, 80, whatever is true, whatever is noble, think on these things. Um, so drown out the noise, just check yourself, check, um, like when you're by yourself and when you're tired, right? What are you hearing in your head? Are you hearing that thing that that person said to you that one time? And you still and you still call them best friend? Are you thinking about that music video that you saw and you're comparing yourself to them? Just just check yourself. And you know what? Sometimes we can't control the noise. But listen, because there's so much noise, please control what you can control. All right, dope. Number two, pray for mental clarity and strength. So just like we go to the gym to build up our bodies, um, we study to do well on a test. We have to train our mental and spiritual capacities to be able to deal with spiritual warfare, to block out what comes into our minds. Think about it like an army. The army has to go through training so that when those darts come, and that's why like in the Bible, there's a lot of war references and um, analogies. It is a battle, a battle for your mind. Ooh, plug. Okay, Joyce Meyer, Battlefield for Your Mind. If you haven't read it, I read it when I was 14 years old because my mom told me to and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Battlefield for the Mind by Joyce Meyer. Great. So this thing that we go through every day, you have control over your thoughts. Don't let just something come in there and don't block it out. There's a filter. You have a filter. It's called the Holy Spirit. Okay, so either we let that in 
or we push it right back and send it where it came from. So please pray for mental clarity. Pray for mental strength. And the word of God is how we build that. Um, That's our mental gym. That is our spiritual gym. Get familiar with what the real truth is, what the truth is from the Bible, so that we can combat the lies with what we know to be fact, what we know to be true. And we can say that the Bible's not true, but if you're listening to this podcast, it is my prayer that you're choosing that the Bible is 100% fact and that is our truth. Number three, grow by being honest about your strengths as much as you do your weaknesses. So it depends on what side of the fence you are. Maybe you're the kind of person um, that says a lot about your strengths and you're not realistic about where you fall short. That's not healthy. Um, And then maybe you're on the other side where all you do is put yourself down and you're not honest about what you can actually bring to the table. Neither of them are healthy for growth. If we want to um, become better towards society for ourselves, for Jesus Christ, 100%, if we want to be more like him, we can't be afraid of change. We can't be afraid of growth and constructive criticism. Um, But we also need to really look ourselves in the mirror and see what we bring to the table and the areas that need to be strengthened. It all matters. Um, Speak life. And we did another podcast about the power of your words. So again, God created the world by speaking and we were created in his image, which means that our tongue has power as well. So like my husband and I, and and this was one thing I I decided to do. There are some things that we don't say in our house. Um, We will never say I'm not smart, never say I'm broke, never say, you know, nothing like that. Now, you may be in a transitional season. Um, There may be a subject that you struggle with, but God gave us all intellect. And also his word says that we are the head and not the tail above and not beneath and that his will is for us to prosper. So if we are struggling financially, we have to just claim that as a season and that what he gives us is enough to get by. And, you know, we ask him, Lord, help us to budget properly because you have given me everything that I need. Your, your tongue has power. So please speak life over yourself. All right, my loves, that is it for how to learn to value yourself even when others devalue you. Remember, it's just an opinion. It is not fact. The word of God is fact. And the word of God says that you are a conqueror, that you are beautifully and wonderfully made, and that you have a purpose. And like our pledge says, someone will be saved by your testimony. This is absolutely mind-blowing, and I'm so proud to call you Hope Family. I love you. Till next time, spread hope. Bye.